Who is our teacher? John 16 verse 7. This question and the answer to this question are the key fundamentals to our relationship with the Father and our true transformation in Christ. Who is our teacher and how does our teacher teach us? Isaiah 55, 8-9 is a fascinating passage and one we must grapple with and realize exists. It says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. If God's thoughts and ways are completely different to ours, then certainly we need the one of these thoughts and ways to teach us. Man cannot share with man unless man has come into a revealed position and understanding of the thoughts and ways of heaven. It is futile for man to even attempt to try to teach man from a flesh and blood position. God's thoughts and ways are interlinked and they produce the life that God declares. Isaiah 55.11 So will my word be which goes forth from my mouth? It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the manner for which I sent it. The word that God declares from his mouth accomplishes his purpose to which he sent it. The key being his word. The word that we speak must be the same word that he would speak. We must know this word because the spirit has taught us directly and not man. The first position is the spirit is to be our primary teacher. The second position is man, through the revelation and power of the Spirit, is to be our secondary teacher. I wonder how many of us flow from the sequencing order of the kingdom and are coming into the life we are destined and called chosen for through being and operating from this kingdom order. Matthew 13, to 12 To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them... It has not been granted. For whoever has to him, more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. It has been granted to us to know God's thoughts and ways, his mysteries, the inheritance of the kingdom that births his abundant eternal life in us. The key words are, he will have an abundance. An abundance of what? Christ's life in us. Let's look at God's primary position of teaching the church, us, his people. Number one, the spirit is to be our primary teacher. Matthew 23 verse 8. But do not be called rabbi or teacher, for one is your teacher and you are all brothers. Is God saying we are not to have any teachers of his word in the body of Christ? No, of course not, because he is the giver of the teaching gift. So what is Jesus saying in verse 12? Well, we have a look. Verse 12 is the key to understanding what Jesus is saying. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. We are not as individuals or a body to exalt man higher than God and his ways. If we do this, we will find ourselves being humbled by God. We are to be able to see God's sequencing way and order and align our lives to it. When we do this, we get exalted. 
The Spirit is to be our primary teacher who teaches us the thoughts and ways of our Father, the mysteries of his kingdom. We are not to look to man first, but to God himself. We are to exalt God above man, and each one of us is to look to the Spirit or God for our source of teaching. We are to all look to the one as we are all brothers, if we are to come into the fullness of life in him. We are not to claim a title by men, verse 7, as this will create man to look to man for what only God can bring. And this operates the counterfeit and the false truth. This is the same reason God says to not call anyone on earth father or leader, because the Spirit, Jesus, is all of these things to us. It goes on to say, the greatest among you is to be your servant. When we go after the roles, titles, position of teacher, father, leader, as opposed to servant, we end up superseding Christ and taking on and over what his role is to be. We replace the spirit with us, and this is a recipe for absolute carnage and disaster. This is ultimately what the entire chapter 23 in Matthew is all about. Verse 2 is the kicker. We never find this place of servant and become servant teachers, servant fathers, or servant leaders. We become self-serving teachers, self-serving fathers and leaders. This is the false position. The scribes and the Pharisees have seated themselves in the chair of Moses. This is a self-appointed position. The chair of Moses was the judgment seat. The Pharisees are sitting in the seat and judging the people from a place of self-righteousness. It's absolutely hideous, evil, and polluted with death. We place ourselves above God, and we also place others above God instead of being below God. Of course, we don't think this is what we are doing or have done, but this is exactly what we do. And so we look to man, either ourselves or someone else, to be our teacher, our father, our leader, instead of God, the Spirit himself. Because of this truth, we never come into the life that God promises us, because we are not in his way. We receive the life our way, and unfortunately, although this tickles our ears and minds, it doesn't produce an overflowing life within us that enables us to walk in the manner Jesus did, the manner of love. The other false mindset is that we don't honor God's secondary position either, where he uses man to be a carrier of his living word who releases this word into his body. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 Man cannot reveal God to man, but man can speak a living revealed word that the Spirit can reveal in man if man has the spiritual ears to hear this word of God. To not be awake of this position of man speaking the word of God will have us not honoring the person who speaks his word. Hence, we won't receive from it. We will look at the secondary position a bit later on. Let's now look at the sequencing pattern of heaven. Jesus was taught by his Father, John 8, 26-28. I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true, and the things which I heard from him, these I speak to the world. They did not realize that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said, 
when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and I do nothing on my own initiative, but I speak these things as the Father taught me. Other scriptures, John 12, 49 to 50, John 7, 14 to 18, John 17, 8, Mark 6, 2, Acts verses 1 to 2. All these verses relate to the Father teaching Jesus his truth, his divine word. John 8.28 answers the question that the Jews asked in John 7.15 when they asked, how has this man become learned, having never been educated? The answer is in that the Father taught him. This, of course, raises the question around how the Jews had been educated, learned, and how do we? Have we and are we becoming educated, learned, under what system? If Jesus needed to be taught by his Father, do you think we are to be any different? Are we educated under man or are we educated under the Messiah? Galatians 1 verse 12, Paul says, For I neither received it, the gospel, from man, nor was I taught it by man, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Do we notice the pattern? Jesus taught his disciples, Mark 8, 31, and he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things. Matthew 5, verse 2, he opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Luke 24, 13 to 47, is another powerful example of how we come into this life. Revelation 1, 11, verse 20, is all about the glorified Jesus. Just like Jesus, those chosen to preach the kingdom message were not educated under the religious system of man. John 7, 14 to 18, Acts 4, verse 13. The third aspect is the spirit of truth teaches us now. The Holy Spirit is the third part of God, and he was sent to earth to be our number of things for us, just like the Son was. It was Jesus himself who said, It is best that I go so that the Holy Spirit can come and accomplish the intent of God. John 16, 7, But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I go, I will send him to you. John 14, 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I said to you. John 16, 12 to 15, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak of his own initiative, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. Here are some other passages that also speak of the Holy Spirit being our teacher and the one who is to lead us into all truth. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 14, Mark 12, 35 to 36, John 6, 45 to 46, Revelation 2, verse 7, 11 and 17. I want to look at Revelation 1, 1 to 3 as this is an incredible pattern of the spirit realm. God, Son, and Spirit teaching and revealing to man, John, his prophetic word. There are a number of key elements we are to know and understand. 
the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his bondservants the things which must soon take place. And he sent and communicated by his angel to his bondservant John, who testified to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy and heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. We can clearly see the pattern to which God teaches. Number one, God gives us the revelation of his son. Man cannot give revelation, and it's revelation man needs to live if he's going to live as Jesus Christ. Matthew 16, 18, Matthew eleven twenty seven. Number two, God gave to Christ to show. Key words here are gave and show. It's been given and it is shown to us, not studied or learnt. We receive what he gives, what he shows. Number three, the things which must soon take place. It is going to happen. The Spirit reveals what will happen, so we are prepared and found ready. He foretells the future. Number four, his angel communicates to John. Number five, John in turn testified the word and the testimony of Jesus, all that he saw. Notice again, all that he saw, not what he studied or learned himself, but what the Spirit revealed. Ephesians 1, 18, I pray the eyes of your heart would be enlightened in the knowledge of God and what is in God. And the last one, we must meditate and hear these prophetic realities for us. We must heed them, come into them. We must hear what is written so we can see what is written. Blessed are those who do. Hearing the word of God and being fully convinced is the key to seeing the truth. So we live in alignment to the truth, righteousness.